Everybody and welcome back once again to Goonies World. I am Meanie, also known as Ryan, and joining me is Goonie, also known as Colin. Hello. And Johnny Faber, also known as Sean. I am also known as Sean. Hello. And tonight we are once again diving into the post-apocalyptic wasteland of nuked. nuked 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 and i believe when we had uh left off you were approaching um or heading towards anyway maggie's now um apparently there's a car chase uh <laughs> near my house right now um that's and, okay uh, our, uh, our listeners can hear a little bit of kansas city crime in the distance yeah it's always well, good I, atmosphere. I'm wondering, yeah. because um, just before I got on here to start this session, um, there was like some idiot with a crotch rocket just like revving and like riding super, super fast. And I'm wondering, uh, that stopped and now there's sirens. So I'm wondering if, we, if he splatted himself somewhere. Could be. There's always uh, a possibility, I suppose. But you, um, Mr. Dennis Pickle and Honcho, who is in the process of getting a last name uh, bequeathed to him by Mr. Pickle, Honcho has uh, so far um, got a, a P and an I. Yeah, so I he is Honcho Pie. Now I am Honcho Pie, and tonight I hope to become Honcho Pick. Well, with luck. Yeah. Uh, you certainly could do that now i believe uh now of course first of all it's it's kind of starting to get uh you know late in the day sun's kind of going down but you were heading to maggie's i believe uh, you had stopped at the uh police station and uh had a little encounter thing with a robot but that seemed to go well yeah and we you got can lucky. see um Behind the, the, of course, the police station is only a couple of floors, and you can see what appears to be uh, behind it a, uh, a, you know, twelve or thirteen story brick building that looks like it's probably from you know uh, way before the blast. Um, and uh, as you uh, walk down the street and sort of approach the uh, front, there's kind of an awning, and. Um, you can see there's a, an M and an A that remain sort of from the original sign, but then where you can see like faded, an R R I O T um, has been replaced by apparently like some kind of sharpie or permanent marker with G G I E S, um, and so this is apparently once a Marriott and is now known as Maggie's. Nice. Well, that's high class stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I feel a little out of place in here with my patchy old clothes. But it's a good thing I'm here with a classy fellow like you, Mr. Pickle. 
Oh yeah, don't you worry. Uh, we're gonna have a good night of luxury, and we deserve it. Yeah, and if you guys want to see just how classy Mr. Pickle is, you know, follow us on Twitter, and you can see our character portraits. <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, you, I assume, pull the door open and step into the lobby, which is a pretty good-sized lobby for a, um, a hotel this old. And you can see, uh, you know, off to your left is kind of like a, a front desk area. This You're kind of in like a little foyer sort of area. Um, and then next to the... Um, the like front desk is sort of a lobby and you can actually, or not lobby, I'm sorry, a lounge. Um, and you can see there's a guy sitting there, uh, smoking a, a cigar. Um, <gasps> there's some nicotine, Mr. Pickle. Oh yeah. But also right here in this little entry foyer area, there is, um, an actual cigarette machine from before the blast. Oh, I, we heard this might be here. It looks like the real deal. Jackpot. So, so uh, <laughs> that's where he's going. You know, maybe I'll right. start smoking, too, since there's so many cigarettes. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's enough for you. I'm going to empty this thing out. I have a lifetime supply. Probably maybe last me three days, though. <laughs> Um, so, of course, now this machine is designed to take uh, pre-war money, um, which you do not have any. Um, so I'm kind of curious what your plan is uh, well, to make it dispense the precious, precious nectar that is these uh, cigarettes. Which you would assume are in there. That could be empty for all you. I've got a crowbar, but... Uh, <clears throat> Might have to do that <clears throat> under the cover of night and uh, whenever, if if this place ever empties out, if there's nobody standing guard, I might have to come down here and pry this thing open and clean it out. Well, maybe Maggie, you know, work something out with us. I got this uh, metal briefcase full of poker chips and... Oh, hey. These poker chips got us a few drinks, if you recall. And I still got two of these uh, copies of this LP, Deep Purple's uh, maybe you know, Machine machine Head by Deep Purple. Maybe you should trade me one. Well, maybe those uh, chips will fit in the coin slot. Maybe it'll fool yeah. it. Yeah. Think it's quarters or something. I think I got enough brains to know that ain't going to work. I got 11 brains. And I think this poker chip's obviously too big to fit in that little hole. Well, it might be possible to uh, whittle them or something. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe Maggie will have something she can say to us. Let's go see what we can do to find some accommodation because I don't know if we need to be uh, gallivanting around this here ruined city in the darkness of the night. It's probably not safe. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Too many um, glowies and ghoulies out there. And uh, there is a fairly young-looking uh, woman, uh, much shorter than, <clears throat> excuse me, much shorter than Red, um, standing behind the desk and kind of looking over at you, <clears throat> waiting to see, like, what you're going to do. And uh, it sounds like you're going to head over to her. Yeah. She's kind of sizing you up uh, a little bit, and she says, 
uh, well, welcome to Maggie's. Uh, uh, this is Maggie here. Um, you look like you're new in town. Oh, yes, we are, and I've heard so much about you, Maggie. It's so pleased to meet your acquaintance. I'm going to take her hand, if she'll let me, like a gentleman. <laughs> and she'll let you, but she's making a face. Yeah. Once again, I refer our listeners to the character portrait of Dennis Pickle <laughs> on our Twitter. He's going to try to just give it a little, you know, give it a little peck. Um, well, she will let you do that, and then she will very quickly pull it back and wipe it off on her uh, <laughs> dirty shirt. Now, I should mention this, um, as, as, as compared to, you know, Reds or... Um, you know the police station or anywhere else this, this place seems like it's been sort of at least a little bit kind of cleaned and uh i mean it's still you know obviously old and kind of dusty and stuff but it looks like maggie at least you know and or her staff make some kind of attempt at uh you know keeping this place in better shape than anywhere else at a minimum and uh <clears throat> she says well, are you looking for a place to stay tonight, then? That's true, ma'am. Yes. We, we just came in here uh, from a little... Uh, it's not even a town, but a little encampment called Boomtown. And, uh, and we'd like to, you know, find some place to rest our feet for the night. Well, have you got any scrap or anything to trade? Well, I suppose we do. Yeah, I got this. Now, check your way out. Check out what I got here, and I'll put the metal briefcase full of poker chips up on the, the counter and uh, open it up. You know, can I interest you in some fine poker chips? Well, um, that's definitely a thing you got. Um, it is. And it may be foolish to inquire as to whether you have a working phonograph player, ma'am. Uh, I do not have a working phonograph player. I'm, I apologize. That's all right. I'll find one eventually. See, I got this here deep purple record called Machine Head. In fact, I got two of them. I had three of them, but I traded one for some cigarettes. And speaking of which, I'm trying to earn a C. That's a long story. But I think it'd go a long way towards earning me a C if I would inquire as to how one might procure some cigarettes out of your cigarette machine. Well, I, I don't reckon you got any pre-war money. Uh, no, but I'd be happy to earn some. Well, I, I'm not sure uh, where there might be some, but well, I I, I would I assume there's got to be. Lying about somewhere, but uh, and now somehow she's becoming very southern, which I did not intend. Um, but uh, hmm, now have you got any interesting relics, perhaps? Well, I got this here shotgun. I was planning on using it for fun, but uh, but but I don't know that it's too much better than this here handy dandy rifle I got. Now. Madam, um, so this, as we were coming in, we couldn't help but see that uh, this building uh, was not always Maggie's. Uh, 
it was a there was a previous owner and I'm assuming that's that you sort of inherited this um, cigarette machine that that's correct yes. so you're you're claiming ownership of that machine then well I, I suppose so since this is my place and it's in it yeah I thought so what well, I'll tell you what, I also found this lovely handgun, and I'll pull it out irresponsibly and wave it around the way you're not supposed to do, you know. And uh, I'd be happy to trade this here handgun for, for for three or four packs of cigarettes for Mr. Pickle. Well, if you if you take it out and wave it around irresponsibly without even checking it, she's going to grab it from you. <laughs> okay. And check it. Uh, pull the slide open and, you know check it oh that's Um, how that works okay all right and uh assuming it is not in fact clear she's going to drop the magazine and uh hand it back to you with the slide open and say you really should be more careful mr uh pie honcho pie yeah well it's not my fault i I was uh i was an orphan and i didn't have good training until mr pickle adopted me sort of so my apologies right now you're honcho pi private investigator that's i guess you'd call me that. yeah that's a good one well i'll tell you what mr pie for that uh handgun right there um you can uh have a room for the night and I'll even throw in that cigarette machine for you, Mister Pickle. Oh, because I got no use for it. Oh boy, you are just an angel, Maggie. Yeah, that's very generous. Uh, we had to work real hard during this this here handgun, though. We we done fought us a a robot, fought us a robot in the old police station. Nearby. Oh, you cleared out the old police station there, right next door. Yeah, we did. We did. In fact, and you know, I was thinking about pre-war money. I saw, didn't we see a bank on the way in here, Mister Pickle? I mean, I reckon it's all been, I reckon it's all been cleared out. But maybe there's some loose change. Not that we need it now for the cigarette machine. But I'm, I'm a big gun man. You know, these little guns ain't for me. So, so yeah, well, that's a very generous offer. And she uh, opens a, a drawer and pulls out a key. It's got a little. It's like a little, you know, metal door key. This old, old-fashioned uh, hotel type key. And uh, she says, "You're going to be on seventh floor, room seven o eight. Seven o eight. Got it. Mm. Alrighty. Now, how to get that cigarette machine up to to my room?" <laughs> You're actually going to try to take it upstairs. <laughs> well, now, if this is, if the whole machine is mine now, uh, you wouldn't mind if I just uh, open this sucker up, would you? Well, I wouldn't want you making a big mess in the lobby. Well, no, I just open the pride of front of it open and... Um, you know, it wouldn't be... I'd take all the cigarettes with me. There wouldn't be any lying around. They might even find some change in there. Uh, from leftover. And, uh, you know, 
I just wanted the cigarettes. Well, um, you know, pre-war money doesn't have a, a whole lot of use or value uh, these days. So I reckon if you did go to the bank, you might just find uh, quite a bit of it laying around. I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, I bet, I bet yeah, people come by it and don't have any use for it other than uh, maybe wiping themselves with some of the bills and whatnot. Well, that would be rather handy. But, you know, in the silver the silver money, you know, you could use that for slingshots and, uh, you know, shrapnel and homemade bombs and whatnot, or cigarette machines. <laughs> or, or if you find, like, an old, like, uh, vending machine, you get some candy candy out of it, maybe. But but that's, that's, that's a tomorrow problem. That's a tomorrow problem. And, uh... Now, did I overhear right? What was you talking about? And she kind of looks around a little bit. Glowies and ghouls. Yeah, that's right. In fact, we saw a glowy, but we uh, snuck past him. And he ran into a... I think he ran into a building. Maybe it's like a clubhouse where all them glowies sharpen their knives. I don't know. But we avoided him. He was rooting around in a dumpster. Well, now... I think I can assume, based on your attitudes that you have met red oh yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah over at the fighting pit in the the bane the bane uh bane center mm-hmm. yeah well now you see it's true that red's uh had some bad run-ins with the glowies and the ghouls but i gotta tell you they're not all that bad well that surprises me i was led to believe that uh you uh, were not a fan of the mutants, so I assumed that uh, included uh, any glowing people or ghoulies. Well, now, I have been known to humor Red uh, so as not to set her off. She does have a bit of a temper, um... But, uh, I don't... I mean, mutants are a little bit different because, uh... They can be... Well... They can go a little crazy. Well... You know, from the mutations and such. Uh, but, uh, the glow, the glowies and the ghouls. But the, now, I understand that up north they have uh, a very nice mutant settlement where they, uh, where they live out in peace. Hmm. Was that right? No, I haven't been up there. Yeah, that's what I hear. Well... Good for them. Good for them. I mean... You ever... We're talking just like little mutations. Are they just full-on... Got antennas and beaks and all that kind of mutations? Well, once you... You know, you've got tentacles and, and wings and all this sort of thing uh, it tends to affect your mind in a certain way <laughs> well I don't know if that's true I, I heard some stuff I, but you, you know maybe it just depends on the, the character yeah aficionados of our podcast will note that 
Mr. Pickle has vestigial wings hidden under his coat. Yes. Um, and uh, obviously hidden. Nobody knows yeah, about no. them. Um, well, anyway, uh, Maggie says, I just, I just, where, where did you see a glowy anyway? Right out in the alley. Yeah. There's an alley in between where the Bane, Bane Center is. And then we cut through the alley to get over to this block where the police station and this uh, Maggie's is. And we saw him in the dumpster, rooting around the dumpster. And I could be mistaken in my memory, because it ain't so good, because I'm very undernourished, you know. But uh, he, he ran into... Well, not anymore, because I, I done ate a Chubby Chode's uh, dog. But, uh, but I think he ran into that building, didn't he, Mr. Pickle? Well, I think he... Was heading that way, at least. Yeah, that's where we saw that glowy. And he didn't look like a bad fellow because we was warned not to mess with him. Well, I believe Jerry lives in that building over there. I might have You might have run into Jerry. Mm. Well, uh, so you say uh, they're not all bad. I'm uh, guessing you, you uh, think this Jerry guy's an okay fella? Yeah, he's never done me wrong. Hmm. Well, we'll, we'll sure uh, take that under advisement. If we come across him again, we won't just shoot him on sight, I don't think. Oh, no, we'll talk to the fella. I give every man a fair break. I give every glowy, every mutant. I'll give them a fair break and a fair shake. And until they do something bad to me. And then I'm going to stick Mr. Pickle on him because he watches out for me. Well, I think that sounds like a good plan, she says, and uh, turns around and uh, you know begins doing various work things behind the desk. I mean, there's not like computers or anything, obviously. Oh, well, but may, let's, let's, let's see if we can't get you in that cigarette machine, Mr. Pickle. Maybe they got some more of them kind with the picture of the horse on it with the big bump on his back. Hmm. Yep. No matter what kind, I'll smoke it. But yeah, um, I won't be able to think of doing anything else until I get me some of that tobacco. So, all right. Well, uh, are you going to try to crowbar it right in the middle of the lobby? Yeah. Well, in the foyer, anyway. Okay. Don't make a big mess now. Uh, No. Don't warn you. Yeah, I'll make it uh, as clean as possible. And, uh... I would say first, uh... Make a uh, brains roll to see if you can kind of figure out the right, best place to, uh, you know... Insert your crowbar. All right. And I rolled under. All right. And I'll make a uh, muscle test to uh, pry the thing apart. All right, that's good. I increased my muscle after last session. I have a 12 now, and I rolled an 8. All right, well, uh, with a uh, sort of screeching of of rending metal, you uh, pull the thing apart. 
and you see that there is indeed a um, a little change a receptacle that has quite a number of quarters in it. And in addition, there are 2d6 packs of assorted cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take them... Uh I'm gonna take them shiny, shiny coins. Got a picture of the fellow with the funny haircut on him, and that bird right on. on the back. I got a bird on the back too, and it's E Pur E E. His name is E Pluribus Unum. That's who this fella is, obviously. Clearly, funny name. Yeah, yeah I know. They have funny names back before the blast. Yeah, I guess this fella must have been like a king or something. Well. <clears throat> Now I'm the king. <laughs> king of cigarettes. The filter. The filter king. <laughs> yeah, so how many do I get? Uh, 2D6 packs of various brands. I'm going to laugh at your old two ones. I rolled two ones. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, no. <laughs> you got two packs well, of unlucky strikes. <laughs> yes. Clearly. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, um... You jinxed you know, me, man. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe he did, but... Well, that's 40 but, cigarettes. That ought to last you about 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, just my luck. I thought I was going to retire and just, uh... Smoke every day until I die, but uh, it looks like I'm gonna have to keep struggling on, you know. But, uh, well, it's better than nothing. I'm just glad to have some kind of tobacco. Yeah, very, uh, very un- unlucky roll, unfortunately. Um, so, what would you like to do now that you have uh, procured your tobacco for the time being? Do you like to go up and uh, check out your accommodations? Yeah, I think we should. Maybe before we do that, we could talk to this old boy who's sitting in the lobby in the lounge area and see if he's got any good rumors. That's a, I like to talk to people and see if they got rumors. That's something I enjoy doing. And then well, we you certainly go, are welcome to do. Yeah, that. then we can go get some shut-eye. Because we need to find out. We, can, we came here, we got some good relics, but I, I don't think we're done yet. We need some... Better relics. Yeah, we can't we can't go back with just what we found, even though it's nice and all. But we came all the way out here and risked our lives, and we gotta bring bring back a big old haul back before we show our mm-hmm. faces. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to this old boy and then go get some shut eye. All right. So you guys walk over to him, and he's and he's still you know kind of chomping on this cigar and puffing it occasionally and uh, as you approach uh, he looks up and kind of just grunts hey where'd you get that cigar from I found it okay Uh, whereabouts did you find it we got all sorts of cigars uh, back where I came from well where do you come from? He come from a humidor. <laughs> a humidor. Yeah, funny. You're a funny guy. Thanks. Uh, looks ain't everything. 
I come from the mountains. Uh, I served in the Bastion for quite a number of years before I got out. And when I got out, I grabbed all the cigars I could. They got a ton of them. Oh, so you was one of them soldiers of the Bastion? Yeah, doing patrols, you know. Checking in on the mutant sanctuary, making sure they're not, uh, you know, getting too feral. Checking in on uh, the lake, making sure Boomtown's not fucking around. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you was watching them at the uh, lake and uh, uh, everything up to code there? Uh, last I checked, but I haven't been, uh, I haven't, you know, been in, the, been in for years and years at this point. Hey, I found this here strip of paper with this blue dot on it. There's some fellows who was, uh, they, they, they flew off in some kind of vehicle, and I, I think they left this paper. Does this blue dot on this paper mean anything to you? It does. Uh, what is that? They dying? were testing the water. Oh, I see, I see. So, so, so blue is good? Well, it used to be. I assume it still is. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's one mystery solved. I'm going to check that off. Yeah, I guess the water's not too bad then, if we had to. Uh, I mean, I guess we've been drinking that water anyways, but uh, good to know. Uh, well, I always thought that water in that lake was probably a little bit inferior. <laughs> I don't know if our uh, I don't know how many listeners will get that reference But I hope there's at least one There's at least one That one if you got that reference Why don't you send us an email boy And we'll, <laughs> we'll send you something nice Anyway so uh, What brings you guys to uh, Good old Lake City Well Well we fancy ourselves as scrappers and we already done found some scrap. We're looking for more. Maybe some relics. Yeah, yeah. That's some good stuff to find, uh, especially. But I tell you what, though. Oh, man. Uh, first of all, don't let the Bastion know that you... If you've got any relics, uh, don't... Don't bring them out around the Bastion, guys, because uh, they're very jealous about uh, relics. Okay, yeah, okay, good to know. Good to know. That's why I had to get out, because uh, instead of using all the pre-blast tech to help people and stuff, they were just hoarding it for themselves. Bastards. Yeah, they ain't right, bastards. Yeah, it should be called Soldiers of the Bastards. Um, yeah, so Them Bastion Bastards. <laughs> you say uh, they got a hoard of that? You know, like... Do you know where uh, they keep all that stuff at? At the Bastion, yeah, in the mountains. Yeah, okay. Literally, in the mountains. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's likely two of us are going to go breach that mountain and get off with a load of that stuff, but... It's fun to think about. Yeah, you know, between the uh, seven-foot-tall powered armors and the Gatling lasers and the 
yeah, yeah the, the missile launchers. Yeah, the, the, I they don't think that uh, two guys got much of a shot. No, not even two badass scrappers like us. But but you know anything local? Any, any more like a like a horde of uh, anything local? You heard any rumors about uh, a place where two two uh, enterprise and scrappers might uh, enrich themselves? Here here you know that ain't such a long walk as the mountains. Like maybe here in the in Lake City. Well, I've heard that there was uh, some kind of research lab or something that uh somewhere but i don't know where exactly Hmm, research lab Mm. but that sounded always like a kind of a promising place yeah it does yeah do you know anyone who might know more about it well i'm not sure i think jerry might know something but uh i don't know i don't really talk to glowies you know Ah, well, we might actually have to go and talk to this Jerry if he's as friendly as Maggie thinks he is. Yeah, I know I feel bad for sneaking past him the other day, but, you know, better safe than sorry. Well, at least we didn't, you know, shoot him. I, yeah, I know. Because they, they, others, that red put the the, the fear of uh, glowies into us, and uh, we almost... We we was thinking about uh, just shooting them, but uh, didn't want to. No, and us being yeah, yeah, and us being badass robot fighters, we could have took him probably. Maybe after, maybe we get uh, some shut eye and we wake up in the morning, and we can go look for Jerry and see if he can help us find his research lab. What do you think, Mister Pickle? Oh, I think so. Yeah, right now. Uh, what did you say your name was, Mister Dean? 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 Well, yeah, Dean. You mind if you uh, uh, light me uh, one of my cigarettes with whatever you got to, that you lit your cigar with? Uh, and he quite generously hands you uh, an entire book of matches. Oh, a mighty fine fellow. Hey, Mr. Pickle, I was thinking on account of I traded my handgun to get us a room for the night, and, and and it ain't my fault there's only two packs of unlucky strikes in there. I was wondering on account of that, you think maybe I could get the C for, for my last name? See, I was going to give you that, but then you had to go ahead and had to ask for it, and that just don't sit right to me, you know. Oh, well. Too needy. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll keep working on it then. Here, let me open the door for you on the way up the stairs. Yeah, see, I don't I don't like this. Uh, I know you're just trying to do this to get your extra letters, and, you know, I, I just assume you just act yourself and uh, these little uh, gestures and all that, you know, they just... They're just not uh, quite sitting right with me. I think you ought to just uh, leave it to the big, big heroics, and then maybe. All right, all right, you got it. In that case, you can open your own goddamn door yourself. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you, uh, of course, uh, you know, 
in previous times there would have uh, been an elevator, but there's not a, enough spare electricity to operate elevators, so you are going to have to take the uh, the stairs up. Seven flights of stairs, which is kind of a lot. But you're, uh, you know, you're used to walking a lot. Um, you're pretty, probably pretty reasonably fit guys, and you make it up to the seventh floor with no problem and locate your room, um, which is a pretty nice uh, little room. Um, you know, it's got uh, a couple double beds. Um, there's like a little desk area, um, and of course a curtained window with like those hotel blackout curtains. Um, a nice bathroom the toilet and sink and stuff whether the water works I, you don't know but it might <sighs> well I never thought I'd find myself living in a fancy place like this no they got a drinking bowl in the little room and everything <laughs> oh that sure is nice they got good accommodations in here Yes, yes, sir. This is a two-bed. This is a two-bed situation here. Or is me and Mister Pickle going to have to share? No, there are two double beds. Oh my! I'm gonna stretch out. Yeah, I mean, compared to uh, you know the <laughs> sort of dirt floors you're used to sleeping on, this is certainly lap of luxury. Quite luxurious, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to uh, light himself up a cigarette and lay down in the bed and <laughs> relax. <laughs> Doesn't know any I better. Hope this <laughs> is, I hope we got a smoking room because if it's a no smoking room, you... <laughs> I never heard of that. That's funny. Um, so, you know, you've... Uh, had a very long walk to the city mm-hmm. today. Um, walked through the city, fought a, a police robot. Um, what do you think the odds are that Mr. Pickle um, dozes off with this lit cigarette <laughs> in the bed? That's a good, good chance. <laughs> uh think he ought to make a, a brains roll to see if he well maybe what's their constitution they ain't really got a constitution analog uh, in this game and guts, guts basically maybe. yeah maybe he's got to see if he's got the, the guts to stay awake and if he falls asleep then we're gonna burn the whole place down okay I'll roll got pretty good guts let's see I got an 8 and I needed a 14. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Pickle does not uh, burn down Maggie's. Uh, well, I'd never fall asleep and, and uh, n- risk uh, losing my enjoyment of a cigarette. So how many uh, cigarettes is Mr. Pickle going to smoke before going to bed? And, to, and in addition, is there anything that either of you would like to do before going to sleep? Is there I a? I want to see uh, if the water works. I want to see if the water works. Yeah, it does not. No. Okay. Is there a mini fridge? There is, but it is not powered. I'm gonna eat a chubby chos before I, I'm gonna eat one. I got eleven left now. <laughs> I've eaten two so far. 
With my second yeah. chode. All right. Make uh -oh. <laughs> a guts roll. Uh-oh. Here we go. Okay, I have a 14 guts. I need to roll under 14. And I got a 9. All right. Well, uh, yeah, tastes good. Well, shit, I'm going to have me another one, then. That's so goddamn good. I want to eat another one. Guts All right. Oh, I just had to fucking push it, didn't I? God damn it. I got a 20. That's the worst. Oh. Why did I do that? Curse my bravado. <laughs> damn. All right. Well, in that case. Now I'm going to give the Stygia wings. Or something. You're going to get something once you uh, roll on the uh, mutations table. Okay. I'm gonna open up my PDF here. Oh, you probably got it out already, don't you, Mr. Dungeon Master? Uh, I'm scrolling uh, to I, it now. I'm scrolling too. I scrolled too far. There's a map. Uh, here we go. Is it percentile? This percentile. I got an 89. 89. Um, so it's percentile. Well, technically twice, and then pick one. Oh yeah. Okay, so 89 is a uh, yeomanry when I tackle the bow or crossbow. No, thank you. What's the other one? 28. And so I look at my sheet here, and I see 28 is cunning linguist. <laughs> I'm a cunning linguist. I got a knack for tongues. So when I try to translate written or spoken words in a language I don't quite get, I'll roll with advantage. All right, I'm I'm now a cunning linguist. That seems like it could be handy. Maybe so, maybe so. Boy, I tell you what. Yeah, I just suddenly had this thought. When a sante spiritus had to meet a Kaylee tus luches to a radium veni pater palpe room. What do you think of that, Mister Pickle? What, Mister Pickle? You still awake? What? What? What in the hell are you talking about? You're you're possessed. I know, pop into my head. I'm gonna look, see in this little here book. The guy just found his book in the drawer here, Gideon's Bible. I'm gonna uh, read the in the beginning, and then I'll I'll start reading the Bible since I'm so. I'm gonna read Mr. Pickle to sleep. You're such a cunning linguist. I know. There's some naked folks living in four. But I'm paraphrased for you. Some naked folks living four. Don't fucked up. Ate them a pomegranate. It says apple, but something tells me it's pomegranate. And, uh, anyway, yeah. Cunning linguist, that's me. And anything else besides smoking, uh, cigarettes that Mr. Pickle would like um, to do? And how many cigarettes would Mr. Pickle like to smoke before going to bed? Uh, he's gonna smoke two now, and then he's gonna have himself a, uh, late night, uh, snack with the, uh, a chubby chode before bed and this is his second yeah mm, please make a guts roll alright and I I didn't make it I rolled a 16 well guess what <laughs> roll a couple percentiles okay maybe we could both become cunning cunning linguists <laughs> 
First one is 27, <laughs> which is cunning linguist. That is cunning linguist. <laughs> <laughs> see, look here. You can now you read me the next chapter. Well, let me roll the second roll and see what I get. Isn't it? That 32, which is the fire breather. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That was funny because you smoke, too. You could, like, take a, <laughs> a drag off a cigarette and then breathe out smoke. I mean, fire. Yeah. And smoke. Yeah. I'll let you be the cunning linguist, and I'll be the fire breather. Could be the flaming linguist. <laughs> you, you got here. Use a flamer now, Mr. Pickle. Oh, damn, these cigarettes is harsh. (laughs) (laughs) Or I don't know if it was the cigarettes or the chubby jolts, but it's spicy. (laughs) (laughs) They were like my throat's burning up. I need something to wash it down with now. Ain't got any water, though. Well, that is one spicy chode. So, um, yeah, do either of you have water, by the way? Uh, we do. We were given um, some rations and water Yeah. at the beginning. So we, sh- we should have UD6. Oh, wait. Well, I don't know, but we, we have some. Yeah, I know. I wrote down rations and water, mm-hmm. but, but uh, let's call it UD6 water. Well, of course, now you also have uh, <laughs> pocket fu- pockets full of, of, of chubby chutes. Yeah, I got ten left. No, no, I got nine left. Nine chodes, and I'm going to have me a nice drink of water. All right, well, assuming there is nothing uh, further that either of you would like to do, I assume you will go to sleep. Uh, and wake up the following morning. I'm going to have one more cigarette after I ate the um, chubby chewed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he smoked three altogether, yeah? Yeah. So he's got 37 left. Okay. Just got to keep track, that's all. So you guys wake up in the morning. Nice think, and uh, refreshed. Possibly having slept, you know, the most uh, luxurious night of your life. So That's far. right. Uh, I w- I'll wake. I feel so good. I'm going to get up and open them curtains and bask in the apocalyptic sunlight. And, so, uh, you soak yeah. up that radiation. You do, and it's nice and warm. And, uh, of course, you can see, uh, you know, the kind of <laughs> crumbling some of the buildings are crumbling, some are less crumbling, but they're all in various states of disrepair, splayed out uh, before you in a grid. I'm going to have myself a morning cigarette. I'm going to have myself a morning chode. Ooh. And then, uh, and after that, maybe we need to go down to that building where we thought we saw Jerry disappear into and see if Jerry can find, tell us where this research facility is. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I'm hungry. I will go hungry. I'm gonna have that chode. I'm gonna read me more of this book. In his second chapter of his book, Mr. Pickle, this fella, he don't make a great big old boat, right? He don't put all the animals on it. Oh yeah. And uh and it rained and rain and rain all the time and they all said, You crazy boy, don't you build that boat? And he's like, Fuck you, give me a couple zebras. 
And uh, no, it's good. It's real good. It's a good book. I love I love science fiction. Whoa, this cigarette's so good. What was you saying? Oh, nothing. Let's just. I'm eating my another chode dog now. So I, I here's my fourth chode. Now I'm just tempting fate. So I'm gonna make my uh, my guts roll, and I need a. My guts is 14, so I need 13 or lower, and I got a two. So this one's tasty. It goes down good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I figured, uh, you know, I mean, it's just ultimately going to be mostly good stuff anyway, so it's like... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'll have one more chode before we head off. So this will be my third chode. And I got, I succeeded as well. Very good. All right, now in time for another cigarette. Mm. Well, you, why don't you smoke that while we're walking down the stairs? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're burning daylight. We gotta go find. We gotta go find Jerry. All right. I'd love to. I'd love to touch base with him in the next twelve to thirteen minutes. Uh, All right, so you guys uh, head down the stairs and uh, through the lobby. Um, The cigarette, the the remains of the cigarette machine have been removed, Um, and uh, Maggie is nowhere to be seen. Nor is Dean; they're both somewhere else, apparently. Um, And you head back out into the morning sunlight and uh, I assume wrap back around the block and head in the direction of the alley yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you do that and um, you are unmolested um, there is nobody at the dumpster the dumpster is still obviously sitting there and the lid is still open um, but um, there's you know the building that you saw Jerry or who you I'm pretty sure it was Jerry. Um, sort of bolt off into. Um, it's kind of got a, like a. Um, it's not a door or a doorway. It's like kind of a. Um, you know, demolished bit of wall that leads into the building where he. That's where he ran into. Um, you could use that same entrance, or um, you could come in through the proper door at the street level. Um, or you could <laughs> just call call Jerry's name, perhaps. Yeah, maybe we just go to the, the portal here and call out for Jerry and let him know you do it, Mister Pickle, because he's more diplomatic, and let him know that uh, that we's we's uh, we's not glowy haters. Yeah, I suppose I don't know if I want to shout. You know, who knows who else is gonna hear us. Uh, but if we stick, if I stick my head in this entrance where he went in and just yell, uh, I suppose that that'll be okay. I think that'll be okay. All right. <clears throat> hey, Jerry. Jerry. And you hear some scuffling sounds. Hey, Jerry, we don't mean you no harm. We come across you the other day as you was 
dumpster diving, but we didn't uh, we didn't hurt you none. And but we just have uh, a few questions for you now. We're friends to the Glowies. Yeah, we's Glowy friend, and we brought you some breakfast. Oh yeah, we got big juicy ch- uh, chubby chodes for you. Still good. Well, a familiar-looking, glowing face pops out from around some rubble and eyes you up and down. And seeing that you, are, you know, aren't, you know, you don't have like guns out and whatever, um, <clears throat> he steps out from behind this, uh, you know, pile of, of bricks and, and wood and whatever. And he's still wearing the same clothes you saw him in the same sort of tattered jeans and everything. And he cautiously approaches and says, hey, you can never be uh, too sure, you know, because uh, a lot of people don't like Glowies. A lot of people don't like Glowies. And uh, I don't know why. We're just we're just people. You know, we're just regular people. We're, I mean, we got a little maybe but too much radiation or something, but I, I it's like, what can you do? It's not my fault. Yeah, I agree. I, like, I'm a cunning linguist. It ain't my fault. Ain't my fault, none. But, no, we understand that. And, uh, Jared, see, the reason we sought you out is because Maggie, uh, she told us that there's some... Well, actually, uh, Dean, fella Dean, I believe his name was. Fella has had a big cigar. And he told us there's some kind of research facility in this here community. And he thought you might have some ideas about where to find it. Well, Dean doesn't like Glowies. He doesn't like Glowies at all. I don't know what his problem is. He's, he's always really rude to me. Uh, Maggie, she's all right, but Red, oh, my God. What, she's horrible. Yeah, we met Horrible, her. always telling people uh, to stay away from Glowies and stuff, and it's just it's, it's wrong, you know? I mean, now, granted, you know, it's true that, that some Glowies uh, can be a little, uh, you know, feral and violent and everything, but yeah, most of us are just, we're just trying to get by, man. Well, I agree. I met some fairly uh, violent and feral, just normal folks, so... No, in fact, Red did tell us to stay away from you, but that's why we snuck past you first time we saw you rooting around in the dumpster. But we've seen the error of our ways. Well, yeah. I appreciate I appreciate very much that you didn't just uh, shoot first and ask questions later. I, I was kind of worried you might be some of those uh, off-duty bastion assholes and they just, they don't like Lois at all. No, we ain't bastion bastards. Nope. We's, ro- we's fearless robot fighters. That's right. Is that right? Yeah, we... Yeah, we- yeah. We we done took out one of them, one that was uh, guarding uh, the police station. Well, it just so happens that there's another one oh, yeah. guarding that uh, research facility you're looking for. Okay. Uh, but I don't even know how you're going to get in to uh, exterminate it. Well they, well, they got some kind of... Is it hard to get in? I don't think anybody's ever managed to get in since the blast. Whatever security system they got on there, it's so sophisticated. uh, It's just, I don't see how you could possibly get in. And I don't know what sort of power source they got in there, but even when the 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 rest of the city was offline, that building still has power. Power in the security system, I don't know if they got like a nuclear reactor in the basement or what. Huh. Whoa. Well, you know, we'll have to. Could you take... Could you, could you take us to it? Well, uh, you know, it's not really safe to be a glowy out in the streets. Uh, it's kind of why I uh, like to make myself scarce, but uh, 
It's about. It's only about. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what? Four, six blocks away. Okay. Okay. Six blocks away. Over in that direction that you're pointing. <laughs> yeah. If you take this street now, this street right here that runs uh, runs up and down this way, right? Uh, right. This one's called Jefferson, right? Right, Jefferson. And then uh, you go past Broadway, you go past Adair, you go past Elm, and you go past Gibson. And then it's right there on Jefferson. Okay, okay. Mm. Jefferson. Yeah. Okay, I think I can remember that. Because I'm a good linguist, I could read these signs real good. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, good luck to you, because I'm sure whatever's in there is uh, it's going to be some some primo primo stuff I have no doubt but uh, I just don't see how you could possibly get in I mean I I've been down there I've, I've tried to get in it's not just not happening not well, happening for me anyway maybe you'll have better luck but uh, I just don't see how well what kind of what kind of security are they guys is it some kind of like a press in the right button kind of situation or is it like a uh, uh, do gymnastics through a grid of lasers type of situation or what, what exactly should we expect? Well, I, I don't. Once you get inside, I know that there's a, a giant robot, which is probably, uh, I would guess, vastly more sophisticated than whatever was at the police station. Um, but other than that, other than that, I don't know what they got inside. I don't know if they got a grid of lasers, you got a ballet dance through, or what. All I know is that the door is uh, there's some extremely sophisticated technology keeping that thing securely locked and closed. Uh, nothing my crowbar can't handle. I don't think a crowbar's gonna cut it. Uh, hmm. Well... Uh, I don't suppose you know where a couple of Enterprise and robot fighters can find some high explosives. Well, uh, I mean, this thing was designed to withstand... A nuke, as far as I can tell. I don't. I don't know if you're going to find anything yeah, that's going to help you blast through that. You don't know where I can. You, we, we there ain't no nukes laying around. No, uh, no I think we're going to trust to our uh, ingenuity, though. For, step number one is find the place, right, Mister Pickle? Yeah, I bet you maybe there's another entrance. Well, we might even check up on the roof or something. Yeah, it could be like a ventilator. <laughs> I'm skinny enough; I can fit through a vent. Well, like I said, just head straight down uh, Jefferson here. Uh, you can't miss it. All right. You just, you just stand up glowy there, Jerry. Here, have yourself another chode. Yeah, you take that chode. You, you earned it. Are you giving a chode to Jerry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he happily accepts and uh, devours it instantly. Good. You know, I'd, uh, now that I'm a glowy, I don't even need to eat, but... Uh, you know, it's it's these things. You know, it's fun. It's I do it for a hobby. Yeah, you know, personal pleasure. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man's got to have his hobbies or go slowly insane. You know. So anyway, like I said, just straight down Jefferson, about six blocks. Uh, look for the. Uh, well, down in that area, it's the only building that has power that I know of, and uh, there's a you can't miss the sign. It says Bain Labs. Bain Labs. Okay. 
Boy, that old boy Bane, he had everything. He had centers and yeah. labs. And he had a lot going on, I suppose. Yeah, he had a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Brendan Bane, oh, yeah, that dude. Oh, by the way, in case you didn't know, in case you've been living under a rock or something, uh, you know, we glowies, we, we go way back, uh, go way back from before. The, you know the blast and everything, and uh, I tell you, Bane—he bought the naming rights to the to that to that arena, and he's got labs, and he's got—he's like the richest guy in the fucking world. Now he's dead, of course, but back then. Yeah. Well, I was going to mm-hmm. ask you—you you say he's dead? Maybe he was turned into a Chloe or something as well. Maybe I suppose that's possible. Maybe he done turn himself into a robot. Or he lives, uh, yeah, maybe he turned himself into a robot. Maybe he's um, just, in, you know, he spent all that money on uh, some kind of immortality or some kind of bunker or a cave or whatever, and they, maybe he's just living it up. Who knows? Maybe so, maybe so. All right, Jerry, you've done, you done right by us. We, we stop by and say hi to you on the way back if we if we live through it. Uh, yeah, and Jerry, you got a last name, Jerry? Green. Uh, I know, it's ironic, you know. Well, yeah, it was, green's kind of like pickle. Pickles are green. And I was going to give you a couple of letters if you didn't have a uh, last name, but oh man, it's pickle. <laughs> I I don't. But I think then I ain't going to have enough letters left. You give him the letters. <laughs> well, no, it's all right. He he's already got got a name. Jerry. Well, green. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Mister Pickle. I will. Uh, I will happily take. A P and an I, and make myself uh, be known as Jerry Green Pie because before the blast, my favorite was Key Lime Pie, and it's a green pie. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, man, that sounds real good, Key Lime Pie. I don't know what that is, but I want one. Well, all right. Well, good luck. I think you're gonna need it. All right. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll head down Jefferson Street and. Uh, Keep an eye out for Bane Labs. And you walk about uh, six blocks through mostly, uh, you know, ruins and crumbling buildings and stuff. There are a couple that uh, stand out as being, uh, you know, in, in better repair. But you are not particularly interested in those at this time. And as you pass Gibson Street, uh, you do indeed see the building in question and it does as jerry suggested stand out like a sore thumb because uh it's you know completely lit and uh you can see you know security cameras um scanning back and forth um and uh yeah i mean it's it's not super huge but it looks you know like it was designed to literally withstand a bomb um and uh you're not sure how the hell you're gonna get inside um but i suppose we will uh figure that out on the next episode that's right yeah i think i'm just gonna eat a bunch of chubby chose until i get the right mutation that's gonna help (laughs) us get in (laughs) all right right. well we'll find out next time We're, we're, we're going to four episodes this time we usually do three but sometimes we go four or six or whatever so and I'm enjoying this game. And who, who are the fellows who made this game again, Ryan? Let's shout them out again. Uh, yeah, and it's on itch. I should mention it's on uh, itch.io. If um, if you're interested, uh, I'm pretty sure you can download it uh, 
and check it out for free and, and shoot them some, some cash if you like. And uh, the guys uh, who made it are go by the names of Mac and uh, Non-Dairy Giant. And, uh, yeah, we're having a hell of a lot of fun with this. Um, I, uh, enough that I wanted, you know, I uh, kind of drag it out to four. And granted, um, some of that is down to the, the fact that this is a pretty fun system. And some of it happens to be down to the fact that I, we just, <laughs> I really like the characters and, and it's fun to play them and just to keep going. So, you yeah, know, yeah. A little we're bit gonna, of credit in both directions, I think. Yeah, we're going to keep going for a while. So. All right. At least well, one micro dungeon, apparently. Yeah, well, next week, if we can get in to the micro-dungeon, we're going to go in and tangle with a robot in a micro-dungeon. Well, Jerry doesn't seem to think that you have much of a chance of getting in, but I suspect you'll figure it out. I hope so. Next time on Goonies World. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts. Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com Thank you for listening.